Hello friends and welcome to Fey Earth, a magical world set in an alternate 19th century Earth, where every creature from folklore and fairy tale is real, have always been real, and lived alongside humanity. Join our adventurers as they explore a world of arcane mysteries and danger, where the new scientific and industrial age collides with an ancient world of fairy and magic. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us for another session in this world of Fey Earth, this alternate 19th century Earth in which all the creatures from folklore, fairy tale are real, have are, have always been real and always lived alongside humanity. We are one person short tonight, unfortunately our beloved Christina is very, very sick and will not be joining us, so hopefully she's going to be better soon. Um, but that will not stop the story. Um, but we will be very kind to Mina and not have her doing any any terrible things. So anyway, um, so yes, as I said, um, last week, if you missed us, unfortunately, the VOD was ruined because of audio shenanigans. Um, just so that we're all clear, gremlins are not in the world of Fey Earth. And the reason for this is because gremlins are a 20th century Fey creature. Okay. Uh, the first stories of Gremlins was in the late 1900s, I believe, um, and we are in the year 1872. So while Gremlins do not exist in the world of Fair, they were definitely in our living room last week between our audio problems and poor Neve's internet problems. But anyway, um, for those who missed last week and didn't have a VOD to catch up in brief, the party learned a few things. And if I forget anything, please, folks, chime in um so um first thing the party found out was that an ogre has been spotted by the gendarmerie having crossed the eastern border with arcadia and guess what it appears to be going in the general direction of where our heroes are staying um so yeah that was not good um what else was there um gwyn had a lovely evening chatting and drinking with the beautiful juliette castillon the young um, when I say young, she's like 18, maybe 19. So actually only about a year or so younger than Gwyn, I believe. Um, so like, we're not talking, we're not talking Andrew Tate young, okay? Or Leonardo DiCaprio well, he- age differences here, okay? So, <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so, uh, very, oh, no. <laughs> well, Someone had to say it. Uh, so, a very lovely evening drinking in Le Petit Auberge, the uh, inn that the party's been staying at. And um, she actually invited Gwyn and the rest of the party, if they want, they can move in into her family home, proving that you all lesbians exist even in alternate fey-filled 19th century Earths. So, anyway. Um, so, we had an ogre. We had um, flirtations. And... Um, I think the party, some of the party had gone to, they had to pay, get organizing some supplies. Um, Aminata looking to get more ammunition for her gun and leaving in one of her pistols in the blacksmiths to be repaired because she had a critical misfire when they were fighting the Lukakol, this gigantic two plus meter tall s- tentacle snail that was killing sheep and did a lot, near, tried to eat Mina, actually. Um, yeah, so that happened. And Justine was ordering supplies for her arcane research that she carries out um, as a sorcerer every time she increases in power and wishes to learn a new spell. Um, the way it works, they are in a 
medium, small to medium-ish sized town in France. Um, so these kind of things wouldn't be for sale there. But the local postmistress is able to order such items using a arcanogram, which is a uh, Magitech device that exists in the world of Fair. Essentially, uh, an A4 sized glass, black glass mirror surrounded by a beautiful silver um, frame. And you simply write your message using the silver stylus on the glass and it appears in a silvery font. And then you key in the runes um, of the arcanogram you're sending it to and it's sent as a magical telegram, okay? Um, so she sends these orders to merchants in one of the nearby cities and then they can arrange for it to be shipped, all right? Um, and then the party decided that they were going to go into the Tronquet Forest. This is the ancient oak forest that's about a two hour walk north of the town of Cherville where they're based. They've gone there to investigate because the previous night there was a dazzling display of magical light shooting up from the forest into the night sky. And the party has already learned from their encounters and talking to a couple of fae, a very friendly raven and a couple of others, that there is some sort of a power that is drawing fae to the area. Um, and they think it is possibly something that is happening in the forest. So they headed there. Um, they met a fairy that they were talking to briefly who told them it had recently moved into the area and they found themselves in a lovely glade I suppose with a pond and a weeping willow where they decided to rest have some lunch drink some water and they suddenly found themselves talking to a stunningly beautiful fae woman with forest green hair similar to Mina's who asked them all to introduce themselves and they just did so have i forgotten anything folks or is that a pretty accurate summary no pretty spot on okay. there was a dire wolf as well oh there's always dire wolves. Uh, but we were we kind of just like mina, kind of... mina stared it down yes yeah, mina, I mean... mina stared down the dire wolf or, like <laughs> folks just to understand mina is like tiny i think i think she's I think she's like 165 or something like which in imperial units is about five foot three i believe five um, four. Oh, is she five four so she's probably about 168 maybe okay mm -hmm. uh five foot four no, so I'm so like 169 five six okay so okay so five uh 167 uh, roughly around that but so she's tiny like she's a really 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 tiny person it's hard that you find people in life smaller than mina is I say looking at Tendai. And, uh, uh, I see that. I heard that. You are such a jerk. Oh my God. I can say what I want. I'm 194. I'm six foot four. Okay. These are all short to me. I'm a giant. <laughs> so anyway, um, but she's this wonderfully tiny, tiny little tank who fights with a halberd. Okay. So we're talking like a big ass pole axe that, and you especially train in fighting giant kin ogres trolls and giants and in fact she did have a meeting with the gendarmerie to talk to them about this but anyway nonetheless so she also stared down a dire wolf that they came upon um but anyway so i digress but that was a lot of fun and we as i say we've just finished with the party introducing themselves to um to each of the party members and having it's just well it's so lovely to meet you all and so i'm so thank you for sharing your names with me you're such an interesting bunch and 
I can tell your stories are going to be great. I mean, you, Mina, for instance, I, I can tell right now that your brother is still alive, but he's lost. However, your friends have power to help him find his way back. And Gwyn, you've drawn the attention of a very passionate heart, but will you be able to tame it? As for you, Amy, you're very, very interesting, mysterious one, aren't you? I'd be careful, though, I get a feeling that you're doing business with lots and lots of different folk and you want to make sure you read the fine print. You don't want to end up accidentally in trouble. Mina's going to, or sorry, Sylvia is just kind of glancing over at um, Aminata going, business, okay, okay. We're going to file that away for like... Aminata, I'm going to like blush a little bit, quite obviously, because... I, I don't like my business being put out there in the world like yeah. that. So, uh, at that, I'm just going to say, um, hi, you never, we never got your name. Oh, it's not important. Sylvia, oh, Sylvia, my dear, all I can say to you is your heart will heal if you let it. And if you do, you can find love again. And Justine, you'll be happy to know your brother is much closer than you think. But you'd better hurry up to find him because he's in grave danger. And, oh my, look at the time. And you look up at the at the sky. And, of course, the thing is, it's always kind of hard to tell the time here. Because even in, it's January. So the trees are missing their foliage. The canopy is so dense, even just the branches, that it's kind of dark. So, oh, here's me chatting away. Well, nothing's done at home. I better potter off. It was lovely to meet you all. Um, good luck. No, no, your name. Don't get lost. Oh, and be careful of the track. Can you tell us anything more about Justine's brother? Uh, that he has drawn the attention of someone quite powerful who likes to collect things. That's what I can see. And you want to find him before he becomes a permanent part of that collection. And on that note, I bid you all adieu. Mm -hmm. And she turns and just walks into the willow tree that was only a meter or two from you. Um, I'm going to, <laughs> at this, I'm going to turn to the rest of the party and say, I told you, we shouldn't have given her our names. Now she just knows who we are. She knows our life stories. She knows that it regardless. She knows it regardless. My brother, my brother is here. My brother is in the forest. Yeah. The actual the forest. Town. He could be in the town. He could, he could be, be just hidden. No, said, no, I'm she sure. Said here, she said nearer than we think. That could, I'm sure she meant she's in the forest. Or within maybe the palace that we that you have seen in the forest. Oh, I, have, oh, I, I have, have a feeling that it was exactly what she meant. Judging by considering how powerful they were, I would you know, it wouldn't make sense to equate to him being in a more, I suppose, human realm. It wouldn't make sense. Creatures, like the only thing I think of would be they and creatures of great and immense power and they tend, they thrive in the fey realm. It's the only thing I can think of, Just, Justine. I completely agree with you. Someone, someone powerful who likes to collect things. Yeah, that definitely sounds like a fake creature, but... He is in this forest. I can feel it. Hey, well, 
then it is fortunate that we are also in the forest. Yeah. How? But she did say we need to watch our track, which makes yeah. me very concerned as to oh, well, how we're going to get out now. We know this, because the last time we were in the forest, the track moved. Do you not remember? The trees shifted, everything shifted. We know well, this is a thing that can happen. We, oui, but I don't know, something about about her warning us this time. It, if she knows so much about us, then... I don't know, it makes, it makes it sound like it might not just be what we've experienced so far, no? Mm. Many fake creatures have great powers of insight. So... Mm. This was just very... I, I had many questions about, you know, the, the lady of the forest. I wanted to, maybe not to speak with her, but to know a little bit more about her nature. If she is calling they to this forest, I'm, I would be concerned about that. Someone powerful who likes to collect things. Doesn't know. it look like she's collecting things? Whoever this lady is? There are all sorts of... It may not be the lady, it could be anyone deciding to collect things. We do not know. But I have a very bad feeling. I have a very, very bad feeling. Just being At least we know they're alive. Uh, yeah. At least. On the bright side. It's more than I it's more than I expected, but it doesn't bring me any any joy. I, I could imagine. Um you know, knowing he's in as they said, great danger. That would be very, very upsetting, and I agree with you completely. It's just this is all just so foreboding. I'll just give you a steen, go over and give you a steen a hug. At least he's alive. We'll find him. Thank you, thank you. It's just, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. But in the meantime, not to take away from how you're feeling, Justine, we need to plan our next move. Do do we stay or do we leave the forest right now? Oh, I, I think I want I to stay. You... I'm staying here. I'm staying here. If, if my brother is here and if we need to hurry, I'm I'm staying here. I would like to oh. know more about the lady, and we need to investigate. Well, we only have a light. few days. Remember, the ogres are on their way, so whatever we're doing, we need to do it fast. We have two days, three days. Until the full moon. Until the ogres are here. Ogre, singular. The gendarmerie have said they've only seen a single ogre, thankfully. Not multiple ogres. That's good. Yes. Uh, Well, okay. We'll stay. We'll look for your brother. We'll... I'm just very concerned about staying potentially an early night in this forest with mm. all of these other fae being invited here. Mm. Who are well, we can set up camp. I can... Can... We don't I can have to stay. Circle. We don't have to stay the night. We can just see if... Uh, I so have many just questions. Regarding the time, you think it's hard to know because time is just weird in this forest, you know? Um, you think it's somewhere between maybe 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock in the afternoon, okay. you think, 
it's hard to know, okay? Oh, we definitely have a bit of time before yeah, like, we need to um, really get out. You've okay. got, you reckon you've got at least somewhere between maybe at a, at a minimum two, but probably more like three pushing four hours before you think it would start getting dark, okay? Um, because yes, it is January, but as I've, as I've said before, we're in France, which is f geographically further south. Um, yeah, like if this was Ireland, yeah, screw it. It's going to be dark in like 20 minutes, you know. It'll be dark <laughs> gonna, at four. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? But in, in France, it's not as crazy. 345, it's yeah, just dark. Because so, it, it is, it's, it's, get, it's, like to, it's getting towards the end of, of February. So the 23rd is the actual date today. So it's like, um, so, so you've got at least three, maybe four hours. You think, okay? So you think. Okay. Grant. Okay, well, okay. While we're here, I might do a, a foraging check. Oh, actually, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Now, the, the the target number for these is pretty crazy high right now. Yeah, As in, and that twenty might not be enough. You've been foraging this okay. forest really well, <laughs> and it's January. Mm -hmm. You know, so. All right. I mean, if you, oh, if, that was a twenty. Okay. No joke. Okay, so let me look at this. Let me look at this. And I'm helping. Yeah, I'm helping. So okay. So Gwyn, so we're twenty. So Gwyn, were you using? So you were using bushcraft, yeah. So that which you have a plus one in. Were you using awareness or intellect? My awareness is one. My intellect is two. So intellect. Um. Um. So that. So that brings up to a twenty-three. 24 with her help i'm okay that's actually what are you foraging for what <laughs> um i'm foraging for any sort of poisonous plants like any of the silencia family if they're still around in january I'm not going to jump onto Wikipedia and see what um, that would be, but I will say that you find enough um, to make. I made a list. Um, I'll, <laughs> say, I'll say. Ivy. I'll say that you find enough to make one vial, um, and I will. DM you with how strong that vial would be. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Um, so, uh, so there you go. All right. So enough to make, you know, Sylvia likes to search for herbs to make her healing tinctures. Gwyn is looking for other plants to make concoctions that she can give to people who might feel the need. So, um, right. So, yeah. Like Dubois, if he looks at her funny. Oh, yeah. Give me a chance. I will say this. <laughs> oh Dubois. my God, give me a chance. Dubois is a big guy. He's tough. He's hardy. So you would need mm. something quite powerful to take him out. Just telling you now, okay? Mm. He's a big guy, all right? Mm. Um, uh, you know, tall, barrel-chested, you know, gorgeous black, raven black hair, startling blue eyes. You saw him effortlessly carrying a young stag on his shoulders. He's a big yeah. chap. All right. His poor mother, you know. Um, but uh, so anyway, 
Um, so yeah, I'd say that takes like 30, 40 minutes and then um, you're oh. pretty much done. And I will be, I'll say that because the, this glade that you're in, obviously with the presence of this dryad-like creature, it's a bit more verdant than it would normally be in January. And that probably is what helps you f with the success of your foraging. You you know, if you were in any mundane forest that wasn't um, filled with such a strong fae presence at this time of year, you probably wouldn't have found that. Okay? Okay. So, yeah. you, you leave the glen. Yeah, super. Can someone, I guess so. Can someone please roll a d10 for me, please? A d10? I thought it was a d8. I will. I had to update the random encounters again. table. Oh, no. <laughs> Ooh. That's a five. Oh. Okay. Uh-uh. Don't say oh like that. Okay, right. Uh, is that a good roll? <laughs> in the middle, that's good. We'll find out. So, um, you're traveling along. You mean an elf? <laughs> you're tra you, you are you yeah. are traveling along for a good 45, 50 minutes. The path is winding and weaving, and it's it's weird. Like you'll be walking along, following the trail. You look behind you, the trail has disappeared. You know. Yeah. You that do, happened the last that happened happened every time we've been. Yeah, it's happened to you. Every time we've been in the forest. Um, I think the mm. only time it didn't happen previously was when you went in to fight the Lucar call. The, the forest seemed to be less active at that time. Um, but you're pretty confident that you're traveling deeper and deeper into the forest. Okay? Until eventually <laughs> you see the forest trail branching out and widening. And the ground in front of you it goes from mud to hardened mud to hardened mud interspersed with stone until you can see cobbles leading to a large set of gates and a ivy covered wall and looking through the gates you can see a vision that you only glimpsed once before a breathtakingly beautiful palace that seems yes. to be made of crystal or diamond. <laughs> she said, watch the track. Oh, watch the track. So, obviously, going in there would be suicide. But maybe it wants us to come in for some reason. That's yeah, positive. It's so beautiful. That does not mean that it is a good idea. But also, it wasn't a good idea necessarily to share our names, but here we are. I'm just so glad to see it again. Ever since we had a glimpse of it the other night in the forest, it's all I can think about, honestly. Like, I see it in my dream. I see it when well, I close my eyes. Oh, I wonder what it looks like on the inside. If we, if we knock the gate, if the gate opens to us, are we being invited in? Well, nobody... Okay, the elves that live there are gone, but the magic they had in place, all of the traps, you know, they're all still very active. We all know the stories about the young adventurers who go into these castles, and, you know, if a group of, say, oh, five go in, or four, or however many... Usually only one would come out since it would be completely insane. Well, I... 
I have a feeling that my brother might be there, but at the same time, you see him kind of stops and she hesitates and like pauses. I'm not Listen, sure if... if he's in there. We should go and look. We we should go. And they look? say they say the elves are gone, but do we know it for sure? Someone we... might still be there. I... There are plenty of creatures that are as scary and as elves, and if they are even not as scary as elves, they are still extremely powerful. Everyone, everyone in this forest speaks of Lady of the Forest, and if there is a Lady of the Forest, she'll be in this palace. She could very well be, um, or she could be elsewhere. However, I think what Sylvia said is something we need to keep in mind. It is quite a dangerous decision we'd make. If we are to go in there, we'd have to have all of our wits about us. But I do think, regardless, even with the med the magics that are around, if we ask for permission to enter, and we are let inside by those magics, surely, like, I, I, I don't know, it could be, it could very well be a trap, or the magics is doing exactly what it should be doing, which is more than likely keeping those who wish to do harm or wish to burglarize the pa palace out. And if we're let in, Maybe you can truly see what we what's within our hearts or something. You know, we never know until we try. The question is, can we even go back? Is there is there like a tree leading back? Not tree, sorry, it's trace. And um, who's looking? Um, I don't know who has the the most awareness. Justine has I, like I, not. I, I never said it was an awareness roll. I asked who's looking. Uh, yeah. Oh look, you Sylvia see? would be looking because this well, is a terrible. Either terrible either Sylvia or Justine, one of you, give me a magic roll. A magic roll. Yeah, I can see. give you a magic roll. It's a d twenty, yeah. Yeah, and Sorry, add your your yeah. It's just your plus four for magic. Just give me a second. Oh, eight altogether. Yeah, the trail has disappeared beyond. Like it goes back about two, three meters behind you, and then the trees have closed mm -hmm. in around it. So, as I said, the about the gate is about thirty meters ahead of you. Um, what is the party doing? Um, well, I'm we lost the trail back. I'm not as just going to walk up to the gate and. You know, I'm going to have a little think first and tap into some of my um, knowledge. Once you get within about five meters of the gate, it opens on its own inward. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Let's go. I'm going to keep walking. <laughs> so the loose yeah, cobblestones have okay. become fine cobblestones leading on an arc up towards the front of this palace. <laughs> there is a portico-like structure, three sets of steps that then lead up to a massive set of what look to be some sort of, you assume, um, oak doors covered in um, a mixture of wrought iron and bronze inlay rivets and bands, um, uh, intricately detailed, not the wood, but the metal, with foliage patterns 
as well as arcane ruins. So Beautiful. there are high vaulted windows um, that look to be made of crystal or possibly even diamond. You don't know that the like mm. the the palace, as they say, it appears to be made of crystal, but it's it gives off this shimmering translucence, but you can't see into it. If that makes sense, you know, um, mm. it's not. It is. It's opaque. In a, it, it's opaque in the way that a crystal that you might hold up to light and catch the light and it becomes opaque. Sylvia is going to pause at the strap, like as the others are walking off, and she's just going to shake her head and let out a string of, you know, profanities, but they're not going to be in French, so. Amnata is going to look back and just kind of nod as they get up to the door again and raising a fist to knock on it. And what before, before your hand reaches the door, the doors open inward. <laughs> to... um, Isn't this exciting? Can't wait to see inside. I am. Uh, oh, this is, this is what kills us. Do not get me oh, wrong. Oh yeah, we may never come out. Um, but if it's anything, if it's anything like the Fae at home, we'll eat and drink and dance until we, you know, inevitably pass away. It's not a bad way to go, honestly, considering. But Gwyn, you have a sweetheart waiting for you. You can't just abscond into the Fae realm. Listen, Fae trumps girls any day, okay? But that girl could very well be Fae. That is true. That is something I'm considering. She is incredibly beautiful. Suspiciously so. Okay. I'm not yeah, a... Here we are at the, the entrance of a Fae Palace, which I have been saying all along is a terrible idea. I do not think we should do things. It is a you terrible idea. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm just sorry you feel this way. <laughs> <laughs> Minata's going to look at Justine kind of like you ready? Are you ready for this? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Justine is very not ready. She's very much not ready, but she's trying to like brace herself and like don't show it, but it still shows. And also like she doesn't see the trail going back. So I'm... she'll be like, well, I'm gonna die here. So, if I may, Looking through these fine vaulted doors that raise about three and a half, four meters, they look like they'd be tall enough for a giant to walk through. You find yourself looking into a breathtaking open grand hallway space. There is rich burgundy red carpet running down the center of the hallway. It is decorated with what looks to be some sort of an embroidery that could actually be gold thread that's like 100% gold thread, okay? Um, the walls um, raise up about four meters up high. There's doors coming off to the left and to the right. Not crazy high. The doors are more like two, 2.5 meters in size. So massively grand, but slightly more human sized, if you will. All right. Um, you see a number of tapestries lining the walls, depicting various what look to be elven nobles. All right. And you can hear the sound faintly of fine music. This is not enchanting music and um, like in a fairy dance, but fine music 
coming generally off and down to the right from where you are. Does anyone, uh, at the very end, so, sorry, at the very end of the hallway, there is another. There's a wall ending in another set of like fine double doors. Okay, at this point, Amlada is a hundred percent going to try and recall what is the proper fate etiquette in such a situation. Give me a, that would be intellect roll, and you can add failure to that. Etiquette for you know what to do when you're crashing an abandoned Fey palace in a forest. I have a feeling they know we're here already. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And you know, it's just a matter of time before they decide they want to kill us. That's a 19. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you're not really sure, but like at the same time, it's like the fact that the gates open and the fact that the door opens means that whoever's inside is obviously aware of you and isn't inviting you in, you know? Um so that will offer you some level of protection, you think, but only the barest minimum levels of protection. So you, you reckon wipe your feet, definitely. Um, and um, just be careful. Um, mm -hmm. And you reckon... Sylvia's going to kind of try and fix her hair a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you should... Um, you also figure... You know that you shouldn't take any food or drink unless it's explicitly offered to you by the host. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and don't you figure also don't touch anything. Just mm -hmm. don't touch a thing, okay? Mm -hmm. um, I forgot to say by the way that um, running along the sides of the palace, um, five on the right, five on the left are these suits of armor. They look kind of like gothic armor that would be very familiar in the noble houses of nice. Prussia actually but they're clearly fey they've got the ma the, the, the craftsmanship in them is unbelievable um they've they're decorated with silver and gold inlay and they have what look to be um ruins etched into the metal arcane ruins etched into the metal filled with silver um as well um so and, um, Sylvia also, is Sylvia is just looking at them, waiting for them to come to life and cut us down. It's like, yeah, each, not saying anything reasonable, but she's just looking at them. Each um, suit of armor is has one arm propped up and is holding a large two point five meter halberd. Of course, Aminara is going to um, int introduce themselves as the good old diplomat. <laughs> And in, introduce the party in general and just say, um, bonjour, or however, whatever greeting in Sylvan, and say, we've been invited in. I'm here with my party, and we mean no disrespect and we mean no harm. Our weapons will stay undrawn. And we will be the most gracious of guests. And step forward without like just just gonna step forward, not thinking about it twice. So does the party follow Amanada? Sylvia is gonna send the uh, using the lesser telepathy cantrip to Gwyn and say, "Hope they're gracious hosts." I don't know if they will be. 
They won't, but you know, <laughs> that was deeply Although, sarcastic in case it wasn't yeah. obvious. <laughs> no, I got the vibes. So I got the vibes. You, um, are you following the direction of the music? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah. you realize that the music is actually coming from the other side of the grand doors at the other end of the hall. Looking off to the okay. rooms to the left and right, you see one room to the... Well, actually, two doors are open, two doors are closed. One of the doors that's open on the left appears to be some sort of a, a fine... It almost looked like the kind of drawing rooms that you might have expected at somewhere like Versailles. You know, beautiful um, couches and side tables and the likes. Um, the one off to the right um, looks to be a small... As in, like, the at a glance in, the room looks to be maybe 7 by 10 meters at the most, lined with books. I would recommend we do not go snooping or into any of the other open rooms. Just because the doors are open now does not mean we have been invited in. We should just go to where the music is playing and, I suppose... Make an appearance there first. Yes. Oh yeah, I know yes. that the books are probably tempting to you, Justine, but I think you should definitely not touch any of them. Oh, Justine is not is not planning on touching anything. <laughs> she might be she might be looking and like trying to like sneakily read what they're about, but she is not going to touch anything. Mm -hmm. Cool. So nice. um, you head down the hallway, and um, this hallway is about. 20 meters long it's quite grand this is an exquisite palace okay um amanada you have been in some of the palaces uh around um that have been taken over by the french people since the revolution this is rivaling any of the most exquisite palaces you were once at a party in versailles um it was a government thingy and um that you're at when you were much younger with your parents and um this easily matches the grandeur of that palace okay um when you get to the grand doors at the other end of the hall just as you come within a meter of them they open on their own and they lead into a larger more circular hall space and you can see that there is a beautiful um a beautiful staircase that kind of um, kind of it comes up around and up towards uh the first floor of the palace okay um it's wide it's a good like two and a half and a good three plus meters wide with beautiful long um banisters going up the sides um the banisters look to be made of marble unlike the crystal that the rest of the structure is made of all right and um and you and you you notice along the side of on one side of the um of the of the stairs um just kind of at the bottom of the stairs there's a square in the in the in in the floor that appears to be made of some sort of um stone possibly marble and it it stands out like it it stands out very much from the rest of the architecture that you're seeing this approximately meter ish square that's got a circle carved into it and it's full of arcane rounds, okay? Um, and that has been inlaid with some sort of a, what looks to be gold um, in the rooms themselves. Um, there's a number of doors off to the right and left, but off to the, off to the right hand side, 
a pair of double doors open and you can hear the music is coming from that doorway. That is way wow. good. This is so beautiful. It is magnificent. Is it? Is it? Yes, seen it. I've not it, it is actually stunning. Like, the materials. You seen? You seen is going to like point at that square thingy and be like, "Is it? Is this an altar?" Um, um, you could start to know. This is Justine. If you want to go up, you could have a look and examine it and give me an arcane lore roll to see if you understand any of these rooms. Yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um, just give me a sec. Yeah, of course. Yes. This seems more like seems more like, like high magic than the magic that I practice. So I don't know. Yeah, I do. I do have arcane lore. Yeah, so you do. Yeah. So that would be arcane lore plus um, your intellect. So that's going to be a plus. Uh, five actually, and I'll let you add memory to this as well. So that'll be a plus six to the roll. Ooh, sweet! Just, just be careful and don't touch it. Please don't get Nine. too close. What did you roll? All together, no. Oh no! Um, y- y- all you know is this shit's like. This reminds you of some of the stuff that you saw in the studies and laboratories of your professors in university when you were studying to be a sorcerer but looks way more complicated than even what they had in their books and on their blackboards and in their laboratories like this is this is you're like whoa like a top level magic oh yeah this is top tier stuff here now you're not sure it looks like it's a combination of magics that's being used from 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 more than one sphere of magic you're not sure, but you That's definitely get the vibe. This is combining magics from at least two, maybe even three spheres of magic into whatever this enchanted spot is. Sylvia, I'm throw going to change the dice. <laughs> can Sylvia throw an eye? I don't have arcane lore, but I fail. Yeah, you can try, but this is pure magic. This is pure arcane lore. Well, so yeah, this would be know. an intellect roll. Oh, yay. I think my intellect is zero. It is. You have uh, average <laughs> intelligence. Oh, it's got. Listen. Oh, never mind. <laughs> what did you get, <laughs> I got a six. Or wait, maybe it was a nine. Hold on. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, do you um, head in the direction of the room where the music is? Yeah. So you yeah. head in the direction of the music of the, where, where, or the mu- room where the music is and walking towards it, you can see that it's a banquet uh, room, a dining room of some sort. There's this beautifully exquisite long table. Um, uh, it looks to be uh, about maybe 10, 15, 12 meters long, like could comfortably sit 30 people, maybe 40 people. You're not sure. Um the walls are there's there's like two beautiful fireplaces at either end giving out heat to the room um off um off oh, oh there's like there's little off to the sides there's like little like cabinets and stuff where there's like crystalware and stuff or glasses and the likes you don't see you can hear music you don't see any musicians you don't see any instruments mundane or enchanted okay but as you step in towards the room, you see a singular figure 
sitting at the head of the table. Blonde hair, beautiful blonde hair, fine, exquisite features, wearing a exquisite silk gown, um, fitted slightly into the body, draping down um, in a silvery kind of a color, beautiful golden torque style necklace around her neck. You can see that she's got this, uh, this kind of, it's a ring that, and then there's a fine chain that comes from the ring and comes up and connects to um, golden armbands on the forearm, coming up again and coming up to the, to the uh, bicep on her right arm. Um, uh, in her left hand, she has a, a pen, a quill rather, and she's writing in a journal. As you see, sitting in front of you, an elf. And as your eyes fall on her, you all feel this pulse of power hit you all in your very oh. soul. Told you this was a terrible idea. It's a great I'm idea. I'm assuming, that, I'm assuming that's Susie, not Sylvia. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's majestic. Um, Sylvia is, is shouting that at Gwen via the so telepathy. Folks, I, know. I need from all of you resolve willpower, please. Oh shit! Oh no! Yeah, Elsa has the aura of power. Yeah, my little skull dice are rolling well for me today. <gasps> I got a natural twenty. Ooh, we are on a roll. <laughs> uh, total. I'm not. On... Oh, sorry. Total. total. So that's plus resolve and willpower. Twenty-four. No wait, where is willpower? Uh, it's if you it's resolve. a it's a talent that you may or may not have. It's a resolve talent. I don't think Justine has it. No, you have arcane no, resistance. No. Uh, yeah, so it's just a plus seventeen two for, you. for me. Okay. I got a sixteen. And Justine, eighteen. I'm gonna roll for Mina because she is here, even though per Christina is um um is very very sick at home and please god she's going to be feeling better tomorrow oh god no um so even with that natural 20 and a and a total of 24 it's not enough as there, you but you natural yes a natural 20 is an automatic success in a mm -hmm. combat role but not always in a ability check you know, um, so sometimes a nat 20 is not enough. In combat, a nat 20 will always hit. But the distinction mechanically being that if your attack roll total doesn't beat your target's defense, but you roll the nat 20, you hit, but it's not a crit. If it's just an ability check, depending on, it's not always necessarily enough. So you almost resist. You all feel, and you all feel this like crippling sensation, like a magical pulse hit you in your very chest as you all suddenly can't breathe and you feel yourself about to drop to your knees as this beautiful musical voice. Oh, forgive me. It's been so long since I've actually been in the company of mortals and she waves her hand and <gasps> the pressure is released. Uh my lady, uh, 
thank you for the invitation. Oh, please, please. I've um, I've been curious about you. You've been popping in and out of my forest some in these last few days or so, and um, I wanted to meet you. Did I not not to intrude. It was because um, there were direwolves that were threatening um, the farm, and and after that, um, there there was like yes, thank you. I can I can I just can't remember the name of that thing ever. Um, but we meant absolutely not to intrude or any disrespect by this, and um, so. Uh, just so you know, we were not trying to impeach or, 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 or anything like that. Uh, we are no threat to you at all. Oh, oh I, I know that, my dear. Uh, I never <laughs> but it was worth mentioning. <laughs> once considered any of you a threat to me. No, of course. <laughs> of course. Please, sit. Uh, I will. I will. Thank I am. You. I will say it. Sylvia is sitting down very nicely, yeah. very carefully. Let's go in. Doesn't want to mess up the really nice chair. So it's like. <laughs> Mina goes to sit down and, like, uncomfortably not sure where to put Albert or Halbert. <laughs> um, it's like, um, my dear, you can just lay it on the table. It's perfectly fine. Um, oh, where are my manners? Refreshments. And she claps her hands and gestures at the table. And um, all of a sudden, fine golden chalices appear with beautiful wine. There's plates of fruits, grapes. Um, there are some cheeses. There's some bread. Um, there's some small, thinly cut pieces of meat. Looks like it's possibly venison. As as she takes a glass herself that's appeared in front of her and just brings it to her to her lips and please, please, please. Um and she Wayne just says using the telepathy cantrip to Sylvia in this or in my country this means death. <laughs> as I just raised the glass. And I suppose do what she did. Yeah. It's um, yeah. You, you, sorry, I'm not a no, I was just going to say, Amanada wouldn't hesitate, just yeah. probably relying on knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do what the pretty lady says, and you might not do die. what the pretty lady says. <laughs> um, Gwyn, you, you've never had wine this good in your life. It nearly makes you want to cry. It's just so exquisite. Uh, yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. You've never mm. tasted wine. I mean, obviously, you're from Cornwall. It's not a place that's famous for its wine, but you've no. been enjoying the wines. You've been traveling through France. You've yeah. never. This is like, and, and even for you, Amanada, you've been in some very, very fancy places. This is probably one of the nicest wines you've ever tasted, ever. Mm -hmm. um, it reminds you of one time you and some friends when you were at a fancy event snuck into one of the back rooms and found the wine cellar where you managed to grab your hands on some glasses of some vintage that was pre-revolution and had come from one of the elven vineyards. 
This is what oh, Sylvia has been drinking the Prussian equivalent of Puchin probably for the last <laughs> week. Yeah, yeah, you're you're Prussian, so you, you you've grown up. Yeah, you've grown up mostly on vice beers and uh, that are made in the traditional way according to the laws that have existed in Prussia and the German-speaking regions for the last 500 years. And you do not add any extra ingredients into the beer or mm. else it is not a beer and you cannot legally sell it as a beer. So, yeah, this is like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, allow me to introduce myself i suppose my name is moraine um this is my home it's exquisite thank it you is a wonderful wonderful palace how long have you lived here all my life See. We, 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 I'm just surprised because we had heard that the elves had left this place. Most, oh, most of them did. A few of us still, still remain. Uh, my family all left when the revolution occurred, and I chose to stay behind in the family home. Alone. Well, mm, there are other fae that live in this forest, mm. so I'm not really alone. There are fae that live in the palace with me. And, ah. and there are more fae coming to the forest every day. Yeah, we, we, heard, we heard about this. Uh, we met a Lutien. Um, ah, there's many fairies around here, yes. Who had recently come to the forest. Said that he, uh, that he had felt a call. Yes. The music playing, um, is it one of your friends who is playing some music? Oh, that's just a simple trick. Um, oh. Uh, and she she waves her hands and then the music changes from what was, um, sounded like violin and flute to cello and French horn. Oh, okay. Marvellous. <laughs> um... My lady, you said you were curious about us. Um, do you have any questions? Well, I'm just, it's, it's not often that mortals with your magical gifts come along or with your skills. Um, no, we are here to entertain. Well, ah. Uh, you should be careful when you say that amongst my kin. Some might take that literally, and you can offer. Well, not literally, of uh, course. Uh, I mean, ah, but words have power, and when you speak to one of us, we will take you at your word. Uh, for example, we met a dryad in the in. A grove in the forest and you know and the names were shared we never oh. got one ourselves oh yes. she, she, I, I know she's a wonderful terrible gossip to be honest with you the pond that um is at the base of her tree it grants her the ability to look far and wide you see she loves to pry oh. into the lives of those around us 
that was, was very helpful. That, exactly, it would explain the, you know, the information she gave us so openly. It was quite generous. Mm. Of course, many yes, you see. Uh, many Fey have great powers of insight. Yes, mm. of course they do. Um, as do I. Um, I. I've always been quite gifted at magic, even for one of mine. So very impressive. Uh, so, are you behind? Were you behind that gorgeous light display in over the forest? A few. Oh, oh, oh yes, the the lights. Yes, that was me. And is this one of your way of calling your kin home? Well, I mean, it's not so much calling my kin home. It's just calling out to my kin. If they wish to make this place their home, then, well, that would be wonderful to have more fae in the area. It might help. They're generous. It might mm. help address redress the balance of things after that terrible war that just ended and by balance mm -hmm. do you mean the out i suppose the human the mortals now outnumbering the fey in the in the region oh no you're kind of always been greater in number than ours you have don't take this the wrong way but you have children so quickly and so easily and so often. Um, you've always outnumbered us. Not that we've ever been concerned by that. It's more to do yeah. with... Yes, it's more to do with respect and the lack of respect that's been shown by many humans, especially in the recent war. The attacks oh, I, on I, Arcadia mm -hmm. and so forth. I don't think that that's a problem anymore. As a human quite conclusively lost yes uh, but the, the, I, the new king had to call upon some very very old powers to yeah i i uh, yes perhaps you could settle the score for us sylvia thinks there were dragons on the battlefield but of course we know they don't exist Sylvia is glaring. Gwyn, we're getting Gwyn, daggers. Gwyn, when you say that, <laughs> daggers. Gwyn, so when, when when you say that, she looks at you and then looks at Sylvia. Sylvia, it is yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's just my name. Yeah. Well, your friend here says that you have said there was dragons on the battlefield. But the mm -hmm. only way you could make that statement would be if you knew people who fought in the war or if you had been a soldier in that most recent conflict. So which is it? When ah. just turns to Sylvia. Amanara does too. After getting Everyone both earlier in the grove. Everyone does. Sylvia is just like... No! I know silver dragons. I believe the evidence. Sylvia, were you there? Or did you know someone who was there? You were there. You poor thing. Please, Why didn't you tell us? 
I don't, don't, don't give me pity. It's fine. Oh my, is this, oh, oh, did you? It must have been so traumatic. Yeah, okay, we're not, this conversation is not happening. Anyway, um, yeah, I know that there were dragons, um, and I understand that obviously the humans lost. And I don't think there'll be any issues giving the Fae respect now. Well, uh, you do not realise how um, how difficult things may have become for the mortals now. No one has seen a dragon in nearly five centuries because they were asleep. But from mm-hmm. what I've already heard, now that they've awoken, they are looking for their young. The eggs that they laid before they went into their rest. Oh. So far, they have found none. Mm, yeah. Oh. Unfortunately, the humans were quite thorough in their crusade. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that will pose quite the problem. I refer back I mean, to my earlier statements about humans respecting the Fae. Well, humans are definitely going to respect the Fae now after what's happened. Obviously, mm, but I don't think that would be a problem. But well. so, yeah, there will need to be uh, there will need to be repercussions for what the humans did while the dragons were sleeping. That's the pro- that is that is what the lady is alluding to. There is going to be slaughter of the highest order. Yeah, but Wait, all this... all of the people responsible for this are long dead. The dragons do not know that, and I'm pretty sure that they don't necessarily care to hear for the cries of mercy from humans who slaughtered their young before they could even hatch. Oh, not just that. You see, you know how there are stories of knights that would slay dragons from centuries ago? Yeah. There are a few instances in human history of great warriors who have slain great dragons. In the northern lands, there was a powerful and ancient dragon by the name of Fafnir, who was slain by a great hero. But most of those dragons slain by those knights, they were able to kill them because they were young. You said awakened as if they were back or something. Oh, the dragons had never left. Are back. They, had they were asleep. They, they were asleep in caves at the highest peaks of the mountains that cross Europe. You mean to say there are dragons here, anywhere? Well, there are, in, none, there, there, are, there are none here. Where could they... There are none here in this forest, if that is what you ask. Surely we would all know if there were dragons flying around France, England, our homes. I, the thing everyone you must, would know. The thing you must understand about dragons is that they are not beasts. They are powerful, ancient, intelligent beings. They will not simply go on a rampage. They will want to learn exactly what happened. And then they will decide. My kin, the elves, are amongst the most powerful fae in the world. 
our power is matched by that of the dragons. And the dragons that were woken recently in the war are older dragons, not young, not newly hatched, not a mm, century or so old. They're, they're, they're many centuries old. I do not know what will happen with them, but I they found a lot of people and killed tens of thousands and which is probably why they haven't gone on an immediate rampage in the six months since the war ended. But Olivia, did you see one? Did you see a real dragon? They're pretty hard to miss. They're quite big, then. Well, I have so many questions. What color were they? Could they speak? Do they breathe fire? Yeah, this is crazy. Fire. Lots and lots of fire. Moving up, please. So, what is your group's plans for your time staying here? Um. Well, the plan was what we've essentially been doing up until now. I suppose helping. The farmers um, trying to keep the people, the townsfolk as safe as possible. Um, we they had an instance on now. I suppose our first, essentially our first day here, they had fire. They had fire elemental salamanders in, you know, and it was dangerous for them. Some of them could have died. Luckily, that was not the case. But essentially, we go where we needed to help and we were just here to help for events but hmm. that seems to maybe get in the way of whatever plans might be afoot so the humans oh. have an issue with the fey creature realize that the fey in question are far more powerful than them so they turn to your group of heroes for help is that correct well, initially, that was not necessarily the case. We st we stepped into help because we saw that some of the humans were getting injured. We did try to relocate the salamanders, but they were naturally. I I can I can understand they were naturally quite aggressive with us, and it was either and they were going to try and kill us. So that's what we've been trying to do since, just helping the humans trying to limit casualties on both sides if possible hmm interesting and what of the uh, policia, the gendarmerie, have they helped with these fame matters in any way? no, uh, sure no. they're men <laughs> of course not hmm. <sighs> so, no, of course not no, we no. get sent to do the work that the men folk cannot do the gendarmerie Actually, has not really into they've not tried to help at all actually from what i've seen they've left the townsfolk to kind of deal with their problems even though the increase in activity around here has been something with of quite concern for quite some time according to the mayor hmm. and how are the townsfolk reacting to the increase in fair activity so far um, well, some of the townsfolk are generally quite happy. Uh, we're staying in the Leptioberge. They have a good day now living with them, and oh. they are and they are quite gracious. They, you know, leave offerings. They, 
never take advantage. They've been very, very generous. In fact, they wish to express their gratitude to them directly. But as we know, that's not something they can do. And they're, they're respecting it's they're respecting their boundaries. So some of the humans are, you know, they're trying their best to live alongside them. There's a family that has some quite powerful charms. So their farm seems to not be experiencing cases of lost cattle or livestock and aside from that there's been fofole in like general areas people have been naturally following them into the woods not sure how many have been lost that so far but that seems to be the most people are naturally a bit apprehensive and maybe a bit scared because they have fallen out of their ways in which they could live alongside Zephae. So you're saying that the humans are becoming frightened of the Fae, but returning to the old traditions as well? We have yet to see a lot of people adapt the old traditions, but there is there is a few people around that still would abide by the old traditions. The I older would... people always would have, yeah, yeah. Hmm, interesting. So they, they are fearful because they are unaware of what is why there's such an increase in activities so naturally the fear of not knowing is quite scary to them but for, as it is they're just going about their day they're trying not to let it impede their daily life too much and they're trying to hopefully live alongside the rest of the faith that are in the area peacefully this makes me happy this is this is in keeping with what i was wishing for that there is a growing respect for my kin again. Evidence through their return to the traditions. I do not mind so much that the, that the humans have a group of heroes to run to when there is a problem. So your interference is so far in these matters. They have not displeased me. I cannot <laughs> promise this that... Is this is very good news. I, can, very, I, can, I cannot promise that you will be able to face every challenge that might come this way. But so far, I am happy for you to continue doing this work if it reinforces in the humans the realization of the difference in power between humans and fat. Because oh, well, oh let, the let, humans are very, very, very the difference in power uh, after you know, I especially after uh, the recent war. Yes, but my ravens have told me some of the stories of what the humans are saying to each other. There are many who are angry that they were defeated, oh. not just angry at Faye, but even Faye touched. I know what is going on right now, but oh, no. That is, that is very true. They are quite suspicious. For example, when we first arrived, there were, you know, there were talks of a, a gorgeous blonde fey creature in the woods who is trying to lure away the village's men. And they turned accusing eyes on our Gwyn here. And naturally, there are some who will be more bigoted in their ways but there are more who are willing to live with the Fae and are quite respectful that there is quite the power balance, that there is the power imbalance. 
You say that a beautiful blonde woman had appeared and some of the menfolk went missing? A siren. We met her at the river. Oh. I, I believe she came this way, actually. Or or a river nymph. I mm. see. So that was the creature that was luring the men away. Mm. Yeah. Huh. For a moment I thought maybe she'd returned. Perhaps not. Nonetheless, it has been very... Who are you thinking of? Well, I hope for your sake. I, I only ask because I happen to know another gorgeous blonde woman. Who is very mysterious. Who's just moved into the area. No, uh, the Castiglione um... family. Oh, yes, I know of the Castiglione family. How do you know them? They live in lands right beside my forest, of course. Indeed. Mm. What other reason would I have to know them? Well, they are I... abnormally gorgeous. Mm. Yes, they are quite beautiful. They are quite lovely. You you mentioned someone who lured men away, and I happen to know a man who got missing. Really? Do you know what happened? No. That's what I'm trying to find out. Well, I wish you... We, we believe he may be part of a collection of some sort. Oh, oh is a dryad that um, he is closer than we thought that he was and is in great no. danger. Have you, have you seen such a, such a man? Amanata, give me an awareness roll. Oh no! Um, you can add keen. You can add keen eyes. You don't have behavioralist or empathy though. So, uh, oh. give me an awareness roll. Uh, plus keen eyes. Awareness roll plus keen eyes. Yeah. Twenty-one. Hmm. Nice. Okay. Oh, let me just check this. Sorry. No, where are we? I was looking at the wrong person. 21, you said? Uh, yeah. You, when you when you make reference to um, him, uh, this man, this missing man, you've seen his brother being part of a collection, you notice Amanada for the briefest moment, the tiniest flicker in... Uh, Moraine's eyes. Just the tiniest. Like you, you, The only reason you spot it is because you've mm. spent so many years in high society where you learn at a young age how to read body language and gestures and facial expressions in the company of people who are constantly trying to keep everything hidden, okay? Okay, mm -hmm. we're, we're talking like top tier Bridgerton here, you get me? Alright? So, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the only reason you spotted it, okay? And I'm, no one else is even getting a chance at an awareness roll because no. Your stats and your background, no. So yeah, you, that, it's the, the, when she said, when um, I think Gwyn and Justine talk about him possibly being part of a collection, that's when there's a slight flicker across the eye. Mm. I'm going to just sit there as and as if I didn't see a yep. single thing. Cool, absolutely, totally respect. Um, so she's well. 
it is getting somewhat late. You'll want to try to make sure you get back in time before the darkness falls. Um, hopefully you'll be able to find your way out of the forest. It is my forest. It is my family's forest. But it's also its own thing. I have control over it to a point. But, oh, I'm sure you'll be fine. You're all powerful, strong young women. And you well, if you could assist in any way... <laughs> The shifting tracks uh, would be, uh, it's the trails shifting. I, 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 who wants to give me a, a charm roll to try to convince her? To help I, I, I have the highest charm. I think you believe you do, okay. Amanati. Yes, you've yeah. got definitely, you've got, you have a charm of two and you have persuasion and I'm conversation. Right. So that would be a plus four to the roll. That is a 17. Okay. Not terrible. Not I, terrible. I tell you what, I have enjoyed this company. It's been quite a long time since I've had the company of intelligent young women. So, if you do get lost, I promise to send one of my ravens to help you find your way back. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's, that's so much. Very, that is very gracious of you. Not at all. I bid you all... Good evening. And um, it should be interesting to see what happens. Thank you very much for your hospitality and the vine also. Okay. Well. Yes, thank you. So you just get up. Such a pleasure thank to you meet you. Help. He's getting up and he's leaving. Yeah. I'm, going to, I'm going to do a little curtsy before I leave. Yeah. yeah. Bowing backwards out the door. Right. So bowing backwards out the door and yeah. giving your curtsies, you exit out of the palace back out onto the forest trail and we're going to take this moment to take a quick break our heroes have finally met the lady of the forest an elf one of the most powerful types of fair you can meet in europe but they managed to have a polite conversation with her with certain revealing insights into the history of one of their members sylvia and managed to make it out of her enchanted palace alive and in one piece but now they are back in the tronche forest equally enchanted and equally dangerous. Hopefully they can find trails to make their way out safely as they must get back to Cherville so they may prepare for the arrival of this ogre that is coming their way. How easy will it be? Join us next time to find out. If you enjoyed this adventure and like to know more about the world of Fae, about the system and the setting, the best thing to do is jump straight over to Itchil on our page fae-earth.itch.io. Here you'll find a bunch of really great products. There is the Explorer's Guide to Fae, an early release core rule book. This 250 plus page book has the entire mechanics for our game and everything that you need to create characters and run an adventure. To help you with this, however, there is also our starter pack, Troubling in the North. This is a starter adventure for a party of players from levels 1 to 5 set in Yorkshire in the north of England, including pre-generated characters, stat blocks for uh, the fake creatures, and everything you will need as a player or as a GM. Also, if you want updates from us, be sure to be following us on social media. We're still very active on Twitter, while it's still just barely here. We are also on Hive and on Macedon. On all of these, we can be found at Earth, And we occasionally put fun videos on TikTok at Faye underscore Earth. See you next time. Thanks. Bye.